Hello and welcome back to Small Screen Live. I hope you guys are doing very well. Uh, welcome to what I believe is one of the best shows on the internet around about all things pop culture, movies, TV shows, Marvel, DC Comics, Star Wars, all that good stuff. We're going to be talking all about that. And I know that intro sounded quite pretentious and I'm sorry about that, but I'm just in a very good mood. I hope you guys are doing all very, very well today. We have got Clint waiting in the wings to come into the show in just a second. But before we bring Clint in, I just wanted to say hello to everybody in the chat. So we've got uh, Jedi Master EJs in the chat saying hello there. I'm probably going to miss this show tonight because it's my birth, my son's birthday today. Uh, happy birthday to your son. Um, I hope... Um, Sorry, sorry. Ha have a great show, guys. Catch you on the replay. Uh, I hope your son has a very good birthday, and thank you very much for that comment. Um, Baker Town is in the chat saying hello. Um, sorry, happy birthday, Mini EJ. Uh, Bobby's in the chat as well saying hey, Baker Town, and also wishing a little baby EJ a <laughs> um, uh, happy birthday. Prince Zodiac is in the chat saying hey, everyone. And uh, Chrysler's here as well saying greetings from icy New York. Oh, is it is it snowy in New York? We've got Dan Zig, 1979, saying, let's goon. Let's goon. Maybe the end there is not meant to be there, but uh, I hope you're doing well, Dan Zig. And um, we, I do have Clint waiting. He's, I can see him in the... Uh, in the there, there he is. <laughs> He's waiting. So uh, I just wanted to give you guys a quick um, roundup of what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about the Book of Overfair episode six. So... Do if you've got any questions, comments, do let the put them down there in the comments. Uh, we're going to be talking about Sebastian Stan, whether he should play Luke Skywalker. We're going to be talking about Dakota Johnson, who has reportedly been cast as Madam Webb. We're going to be talking about Doctor Strange 2 and Moon Knight trailers, possibly at the um, upcoming Super Bowl. And then we're going to do a new segment on the show that I'm, I'm going to call Rumor Time. Rumor Time. And in that, we're going to be talking about The Punisher. We're going to be talking about Daredevil. We're going to be talking about Peacemaker. We're going to be talking about Hannibal. We're going to be talking about Bryce Dallas Howard. And we're going to also be talking about Luke Skywalker in there as well. So all that good stuff to come. And let's bring in Clint Baker. Hey, hey, hey. what's up, gang? How you doing? How so are you good doing, to be back. Clint? Dude, I am fired up. It's been quality television all week, and I'm just excited about it. I'm just Awesome. Yeah, but we're ready to talk. I'm like, dude, I can't wait to talk about this stuff. How I you been, been, man? I, I've been very good and feeling the same the same way as you. There's been a lot of uh, good TV. What actually? Before we get into it, um, there's we we were going to be talking about Peacemaker, but I'm, you're going to have to take the reins on that one because I haven't watched a single episode of Peacemaker. Okay, so I'm going to ask, I'm ask uh, for no spoilers as well, please. Uh, in that one, <laughs> we'll talk it's very just... briefly on that one. <laughs> But Good. it's a fantastic show, I can tell you that. that. I've heard everyone, that's basically what everyone said. Uh, shall we start off the chat with the Book of Boba Fett episode 6? Because I can, I get the feeling that you're desperate to talk about this. Hey man, I'm I'm down. Before we do, uh, uh, we, we don't have James today, do we? So we need to no, probably, probably throw James, a shout out to James? Yes, we should give a shout out to James. I, um, I'm not sure... Where he is, actually, that's the thing. I was, I was hoping he might jump on uh, any second, which is why. But uh, yeah, he might. He uh, he probably won't be on with us tonight either. But uh, yes, um, hope hope James is well. Uh, well, every everyone, send, send your well wishes to James. Ev everybody out there right now and at the same time all over the world, I want everybody to stop and just go for James. It'll be a, a I don't know what that means, but no. we're gonna just do that. So go ahead. To, uh, we'll we'll wait. 
All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Uh, James, you got a bunch of rooster calls all over the world just now, and I uh, <laughs> hope you're feeling better. Well, let's let's get gangsta, man. I'm ready to talk about some some Boba Fett. Some some Boba Fettless Boba Fett. Yes. Uh, yeah. The Book of Boba Fett, Episode 6. So what oh, did you think be, of it? Don't be one of those guys. Oh my God! There's there wasn't even Boba Fett in in the in the show. Uh, they shouldn't even call it that. Come on, guys! This is a show that oh man. I don't. Need, I didn't even load my my uh, my. I have a graphic. I'm going to use later. Yeah, I guess you have to come to my show later to to check yeah. it out. But uh, look, man, the Book of Boba Fett is a show that is answering a few questions. It basically. Mm. A lot of people said, man, what happened to uh, Boba Fett? Did he die? Uh, and then he showed up. I'm like, well, we know he didn't die. So then you say, well, what happened all those years? And they answered the question. And that's what they did. And it's not like you got some random uh, creator that is that is making a show about Boba Fett and then talking about something else. These guys, they're making this whole universe. And Dave Filoni, who I call Star Wars glue now, uh, is is keeping his eye on the whole universe they're not just thinking about this little chapter and that's what it was this was a chapter out of the whole bible that is star wars and uh, so they they uh, they basically gave us a cookie they're like here man we're gonna give you a, a few episodes to let you see what happened to boba fett make you understand why he is the way he is now because he's a changed man and uh, I was saying this last week, I feel that after his near-death experiences and experiences finding a family, Boba Fett never had family with the exception of his dad who died when he was young. So he's his yeah. whole life, you know, he's had crew of uh, crews of uh, bounty hunters working for him and stuff, but he finally found a family. And then just like uh, Tony Leung in uh, in uh, uh shang chi yeah, uh, yeah. yeah shang chi just as as soon as he just figures out that there's good in the world and a good life and you can have a family all of a sudden his past comes back he teaches his friends how to deal with with these people and they go and they rob a train next thing you know uh they get the whole the whole uh his whole new new family is murdered so it's mm. like his past came back he's trying to be a good guy but but he's using some of his past because he's he's not going to get picked on he's boba fett he teaches them how to how to survive all of a sudden he brings this on his family and now i feel like boba fett is burdened with well, one revenge, which we saw he got, but I feel he's burdened with like, okay, I want to be a better person, even though deep down I'm a mean son of a bitch. I want to be a better person, and uh, now I'm burdened with I'm the only one who's nice and tough enough to deal with this. So I have to carry this burden of just ruling and being fair. And up mm -hmm. until this point, he hasn't been 100%. Now he's 100%. They made sure to telegraph that. Oh, congratulations, Mr. Boba Fett. You're 100%. Well, thank you, Droid. Okay, that tells us he's he's a he's back. And then and he's he's dealt with all this. I that's how I feel. Like I feel like he's like the uh, I was talking about this last week. I feel like he's like the uh, like Clint Eastwood in The Unforgiven or Jules from Pulp Fiction where he's trying mm. real hard to be the shepherd. You know, he's trying real hard and he doesn't know. And so he's been bumbling around. And yes, I'm throwing some concessions. There has been some clumsy Boba Fett uh, bumbling around in these shows. I get it. I'm yeah. trying to I'm trying to give give them uh, an excuse. And in my mind, yeah. this is the reason he doesn't know how to be a good guy. And he's trying to do that. And he has this burden. And so now he's he's going to take he's going to use his badassness 
that's a, I, I uh, own that word. And he's going <laughs> to go in there and take over and be in control. And we got a, a couple of uh, episodes that showed his past, showed the present, and now it's going to all tie in together. And if you, spoiler alert, we're doing spoilers, right? Yep. yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I could talk about this show. For, I have notes from the beginning to the end of this of this show. But but uh, all in all, is he's got a history with uh, with Cad Bane, who I am. Yeah. Hallelujah, Cad Bane's in the show, and so it's going to come down. I don't know if Filoni. They they had episodes that didn't make it into um, Clone Wars, the animated series, where Cad Bane gave him that dent on the helmet. I don't know if they're yeah. keeping that in. I think they're gonna, and I think this is going to be a. At the end, with uh, with Cad Bane and Boba Fett, not to mention Fennec Shand just had a battle with him in uh, in uh, yes, Bad in, Batch. Uh, Bad Batch, yeah. In the Bad Batch, so so I have a feeling this is all gonna they're all gonna work together, and there's a whole bunch of other stories things happening, but it's all gonna come back in this last episode. It's all gonna interlink, and we're gonna put a big bow on it. And um, who knows what's gonna happen? I don't know. That's what I'm what I'm troubled with. I don't know if if they're gonna have Boba Fett end up martyring himself like you know he's gonna save everybody and get and die and and i was daydreaming about this yesterday i'm sorry dude i'm talking for so long no uh, it's Ed, fine. edward i uh i was daydreaming about this yesterday and i thought how poetic would it be if boba fett ends up taking out uh cad bane or maybe he doesn't but he stops him wounds him or something and and uh and he, he goes and and saves the day and he dies because uh, he has to be mean, even though he wants to be a better person, he has to go ruthless to save everybody. And he dies in the process and he mm. passes the baton to Fennec Shand because he says, hey, we're equal partners. Remember, you've got uh, you've got a vested interest. He gave her a partnership. So he's going to pass the baton to her and then she's going to end up running uh, Moss Espa. Just an idea. I don't know, but I do know he's going to end up coming into town riding that rancor like a badass. So that's that's a uh, now when we're talking about uh, talking about the book of Boba Fett, that's that's what I think. Now yeah. it's also tied heavily into Mandalorian. All of a sudden, people have been joking like, "Oh, this is pretty much Mandalorian 2.5," and and uh, and you're right, yes. but <laughs> but it's the glue. You also have Ahsoka. You got an Ahsoka series. You've got you know you got all these these things happening. And I could go I could go off talking about the whole show, but uh, I'll let mm. you get a, get a word in. What do you think? Well, before before we, we talk about it, I, want, I wanted to get some of the comments. We got a super chat from uh, Prince Zodiac. Thank you very much for five dollars, mm -hmm. saying Boba Fett did look like he was in a, produ a production meeting asking for his job back. Uh, which I think um, is the is that the scene when uh, you every everyone's around the table. Is that is that, I think that might be the scene that he's talking yeah, about. The it, one it, scene that Boba Fett's in in that in that episode. They're they're planning what they're going to do against the yeah. pipe cartel and and uh and i heard somebody talking about like well uh all they had to do was uh was have him go with uh with the mandalorian over to uh with din Djarin over to go see Cobb vanth and uh and that could have included him in the movie well i don't think he's mm. gonna fit into the droid compartment and he's busy running stuff right now so yeah. he's gotta he's gotta tell his vespa crew what to do and uh, Chrysler here agrees with you, saying, Ag agreed, Clint, but the juxtaposition is he was a badass in The Mandalorian and he wasn't 100% then either. So why is he fumbling now? I, ha I have to, I, I kind of, I think I spoke about this on Small Screen Stories on Wednesday, is that they kind of wrote themselves into a corner, I think, with this show. 
because yes, you're right. In the Mandalorian, when he when he was first introduced, he was a badass. He was raw. He was angry. You could tell yeah. all of that. And um, they kind of want. I think they kind of they kind of that they wanted to change the character a bit in this. I think, and they wanted to make him. It's more of a journey for him. And and what you said on last week's show about this bit basically being the book of Job. Um, I think is very very. I even did some research into what that actually was because you said it. I was like, oh, that's interesting. What's what? I'm my knowledge, you know, religious knowledge is pretty much next to zero. So you know, I, I looked into it and I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. It's a journey of a, of a, a man who had been wronged and you know, and uh, and and kind of became ended up becoming better. But it's almost like, yeah, the way this is going to end, I can only see one ending, which is Boba Fett sacrificing himself. Um, and I, I, I agree with you. I think that's what's gonna. I think that's what's gonna happen here. And that's probably why tomorrow Morrison is like kind of bittersweet. He's been talking about it, and you know, I, I, I just can't help but think an ending. The the ending is going to probably be quite emotional. <laughs> I think. Mm -hmm. And um, but the the other thing that this this specific episode did, and I wanted to get your opinion on it, was uh, it, it had a heck of a lot of Luke Skywalker in it, which I was not expecting at all. What did you think of all those scenes between Luke, uh, Grogu, oh. and Ahsoka? Dude, the, the the cameo action in this show uh, all around is was amazing, and and mm. like when when Din gets to this planet and finds R two D two. And and I was like, oh, smack, it's on. Like, as soon as I saw R2, and I, I was like, I knew it was on. And and then we get to, uh, we we start seeing the, uh, they, they kind of take you for a ride in this show. They're like, yeah. okay, then, then you got droids that are building this, this Jedi temple and stuff. And I'm like, all right, dude make with the make with the uh with the luke skywalker already okay come <laughs> yeah. on we know it's happening and then once they did it then they also like they have luke skywalker meditating not moving his face i think this was a big flex uh for for them because he's just chilling and you're like oh luke looks good okay cool he's not gonna be doing much you know and it's uh for those who don't know you know they use deep fake technology on on this and there was uh on the old mandalorian uh season when they had the luke reveal uh afterwards you know the whole internet went nuts some people were like that was amazing some people were like that looked fake you know and we're like really guys you're talking smack that's pretty pretty amazing but uh, a youtuber named shamook who does who does mm. deep fake stuff uh did a video and he he used instead of using the the uh the like Benjamin button uh, technology and stuff that they used uh, where they de-age you. He did deep fake instead and redid the video and made it better. And yeah. instead of getting uh, being snooty about it, Lucasfilm said, all right, you're hired. So they went and hired him and he's been working for them. So there's also a law. Uh, I forgot what the law is called in technology where over time, things get better and they exponentially just multiply in, in, in mm. as far as processors and technology and computers and everything. And uh, that goes with software too. I'm not going to say it was all Shamook's, uh, is that his name? Sh uh, Shamook. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I'm not, I'm, I'd like to give that guy credit because clearly he's a badass, but also technology is improving. 
And so, and it's going to keep getting better. And you think it's this good now? Wait till next year. It's going to be even better. But they came out flexing. So as far as I'm concerned, because they had him meditating with, with Grogu and I'm, I'm sitting there waiting. I'm like, come on, dude, move, <laughs> do something. And then next thing you know, they're full on talking. They're having a conversation. They're, they're doing all kinds of stuff. And by the, before you know it, you got Luke running through the, through the forest, doing flips. Grogu's on his back. They're climbing up trees. They're doing all kinds of stuff. And the difference between the end of the Mandalorian season two, where it's like, check out the technology we have we can bring luke skywalker back to life the difference now is we can make luke skywalker act we have mark hamill acting and it, this wasn't the case before it was just like ta-da look what we made this time he was actually reacting and doing expressions and acting and when and and like i said next year it's going to be twice as good or five times better and it's going to keep getting better that's yeah it's so amazing it is super super amazing that they can do this and there's the uncanny valley uh, for those of you who don't know what that is it's like when you see a robot or artificial intelligence making weird expressions and stuff. Or sometimes you see an animated, uh, a computer animated thing, and you're like, is that real? There's a point where your brain can recognize, it's so realistic that it's almost convincing, but your, your brain can recognize that it's not authentic, and it creeps you out, and it makes you uncomfortable. And this is a thing we experience when we see a lot of stuff. It's the uncanny valley, and you see this, and you're like, that's, that's not real. It's it's by it's uh, surpassed that now to where I was watching this and I was like, this this is like real. But I know it. I know it's not, but it feels real. And it's it's really exciting to me because that means you can have a a young uh, Han Solo. You can yeah. have a young Luke Skywalker and pull it off. And instead of just making it look aesthetically pleasing, they're also able to focus on the acting. And this is another thing, too. And uh uh, is they use technology called respeecher. I'm a voiceover guy. I do voiceover work and they have technology. They can do a profile of my voice. I could do a whole bunch of reading, much like the lady who did Siri, you know, when well, for, for mm. Apple and, and now her voice is used all, all the time and AI does it. They, instead of having AI do the speaking, they can make a profile and then have it read my voice use my voice to read stuff but that's what they're essentially doing with uh, luke skywalker and they can have other actors come in and they have a profile and so so with respeecher i could go in there and read mark hamill's lines and they can run it through ai and they replace my voice with mark hamill's voice and uh, i have that technology back there that little box right behind me i can mm -hmm. do that with, with guitar amps i have i have like thousand amps in that thing and i can mic up a, a guitar amp a marshall amp and and it runs does all this cool stuff and makes a profile and then i go play through it through my marshall amp and then i play through that and they sound identical because it's a copy of that essentially it's the same thing only way more advanced and they can do that with with speech so it's it's amazing those two things that means all of a sudden the deep fake technology it's actually taking the nuances of 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 emotion and like and and also taking the the scratchy voice and things and and it can take nuance and make it sound real so all bets are off dude you can have uh, a marilyn monroe uh james dean movie you can do anything and it's only going to get better and better and better so there you go i didn't mean to talk so long no, again that's, that's fine yeah um, i was just thinking when you were talking that's quite i mean i thought about this before but it's quite worrying 
that they can do this, uh, that they can just take someone's likeness and not even have to have the actual actor be around to do it. I mean, there were, with this, it I can't remember his name. It's not the same guy that did it in The, Mand in the Mandalorian that played Luke in The Mandalorian. It's a different guy. Um, but yeah, like you can see just from last year to this year alone, the jump in technology, how much better Luke looks compared to the Mandalorian season two finale, where it was, it looked kind of, it looked, it looked a bit ropey. Uh, it, it, I, I wonder whether they didn't really have enough time to really do it properly. But also, I think they're doing different technology this time, as you mentioned. This is more deep fake technology. There is still that kind of with me. There is still that uncanny valley aspect to it. But that's the, the only reason that is is because I know that it's not real, and it's your brain tricking you. Because, mm -hmm. for instance, when we went to see uh, my wife and I went to see Rogue One. All those years ago, or not that long ago, but like a couple of years ago, um, she did not realize that I was like, who did you think was the CG character in that movie at the end of it? <laughs> she had no idea it was Grand Moff Tarkin. Like, she was like, really? It's him? I was like, yeah. And she's like, I could have sworn it was, uh, who did she say? She said like a character. And I was like, really? Like one of the main characters. I was like, really? You thought it was that Carrie one? Carrie Fisher but was was also <laughs> Carrie Fisher was also yeah but she wasn't in as much of the movie as Grand Moff Tarkin was and it was like that was the moment that I remember thinking god this is really worrying because like they can bring back um I'm forgetting the actor's name now the British actor that played the the role uh but literally that they, they can bring him back and and then I was wondering about the estate you know these these actor actors estates and things like that you know um worrying about all of this worrying about them using their likeness without without their consent because which, which is what they're doing really although mark hamill i'm pretty sure is fine fine with it as long as i, I mean this is the kind of stuff that mark hamill probably wanted to do <laughs> like, you know, like, he's like I, yeah there's likeness on, rights they got it they have to compensate if they're using uh yeah what but is that stuff peter yeah, cushing that, or what's his name uh, yeah peter cushing peter cushing yeah. That's, yeah, that's his name yeah um but it's it, it it's something that you kind of probably didn't even realize that you'd signed away <laughs> It's it's yeah. like, you know, they're like, oh, it wasn't it wasn't the contract. You know, we own your likeness basically, so we can do whatever we want with this character, um, and forever. that's that's for basically basically <laughs> forever. So that's what's that's pretty much what's going to happen because, I mean, I'm I'm going into a bit early now, but one of the rumors is that Luke Skywalker is going to get his own series, and it's looking less and less likely that they're going to get Sebastian Stan to play a young Luke Skywalker, which is what loads of people wanted, including Sebastian Stan. Um, but they don't need him. <laughs> I mean, they, they pretty much did a whole episode of Luke Skywalker, and it was fine. And it's probably not really that much more expensive than it would be to hire one of these big-name actors. It probably comes in at being cheaper um, by getting, like... A body double and then getting a voice actor and then getting people to do the deep fake technology all of that combined would probably be cheaper than getting sebastian stan to do a whole series um so it's probably more economically viable to do it so i'm pretty sure that's the way they're going to go with these characters and that's why i do worry a bit about uh, star wars is just <clears throat> overall like that they have a and I spoke about this in small screen stories, um, which by the way you can listen to as a podcast now. Uh, you could always do, but I do it on Wednesdays. Uh first episode was last week. Just search small screen stories wherever you get your podcasts, small plug. Also like and subscribe, please. Um, if you're watching and you haven't done. But yeah, um uh that it's it's like 
the I just feel that Lucasfilm is getting too, too they're, they're too attached to these legacy characters, and it's a bit a bit worrying because I think for Star Wars to progress, they need to get away from that. And then um, this was the one thing that I was really kind of I was I really liked this episode. I actually loved this episode, but I was like, I hope they don't do too much of this because I really can see a future where Lucasfilm just keeps on doing this. Um, but uh, I mean, maybe that's just me. What, what do you think, Clint? Um, I right now, I think it's appropriate. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, uh, like I said, uh, Fil- I'm calling Filoni the glue, Star Wars glue. He's gluing it together. And what's cool about this episode, especially, is you're starting to see uh, where Luke went and how it relates into where we are in this other story. And it it glues it together. And it's a nice little little nod, a nice little little cameo uh we got a we got to see that ahsoka and luke know each other we've wondered that for you know at least yeah how did that uh, happen <laughs> they, they're they're jedis man they were they were sending off vibes into the universe uh <laughs> and and so that's cool you know what i mean like they're like cool they know each other and and uh you know they got to do the thing they're like up oh, just like your dad and it's 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 neat you know what i mean i i think that's yeah. super cool um now are are they going to do a, a series where they go off and they have uh they have Luke and then they bring in Mara Jade and he gets married and then they you know like and it show him training all the Jedi yeah. now that's a whole nother that's a whole nother can of worms but you know if they do that in four years from now it might be pretty badass because this uh this technology is getting pretty cool do they need to do that I don't know if they need to do that and and I really like them going down other avenues um. But it is cool to get some backstory. So I, I feel like if they just throw an occasional like bone to us, uh, like mm. with a little bit of backstory, but go- pursue new avenues, I think that's going to be really exciting. And Ahsoka, totally new thing. Um, it's tied into this. We're going to have, uh, uh, but there's rumors that Bo-Katan's supposed to get a new show or get a show. Yeah. Um, which yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but that's cool. Uh, they've they've done a lot of casting. There's got Cassie and Andor's on the way. They're going to have all of these things all intertwined, and it's 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 how you uh, piggyback new things. Mm. So you you have mm. a you have a cameo from one show to get people to watch that other thing, and it's you know. So I think it'll be cool. I, I mean I I don't think it's necessary to to use Sebastian Stan anymore. I be, I had been no. lobbying for that for a long time. Now I'm like. Pfft. They don't need to do that because um, they don't. I don't think we need that much Luke Skywalker. You know what I mean? We just need enough to pass the torch on to the new generation of characters, mm. and I think that's what they're doing. I think they're doing a really great job. At the moment, I I, I agree with you. Like I think mm-hmm. it's I think what they're doing with these characters is probably the right thing. Like it makes sense for Luke to be with Grogu right now. I'm interested to know who what he chooses, uh, whether he chooses uh, the Mandalorian armor, the chainmail armor, or the tiny Yoda um, lightsaber. Which is I can so already cute. tell you right now. <laughs> you want to know? Here's what yeah, he's going to do. He's going to do both. <laughs> no, he's going to he's going to choose the. Uh, there's a couple of things. He's going to choose the chainmail, yeah. and and he's going to do that. He might end up with that saber anyway somehow, but he's going to choose the chainmail. And I think there's a couple of reasons why. One, they don't they they use the droid compartment. They didn't load it up because I know you don't like droids, so we didn't we did, we took that part out. Well, they left a nice little window for Grogu. We know he's going to end up back with the Mandalorian because of that. Also, they said um, 
she said, you're doing a really good job. Uh, uh, Ahsoka tells Luke, you're doing a really good job teaching him. And he's like, it's just like he's remembering. And mm. I feel like he's already been trained to some to some extent. Uh, you know, it, like they they had a flashback where Luke Luke yeah. touches his head. For those who who haven't seen it, want to be spoiled. Uh, where where he touches his head and he sees some of Order sixty six where the Jedi's are getting killed, and he's like, "Oh no!" Um, that was an impression <laughs> right there. And and like, and so so they they showed some of that, but they said then they said, "Yeah, it's not like I'm teaching it. It's almost like he's remembering." And uh, that can sound poetic, like, "Hey." the force is just happening, you know, and it's doing its thing, but it can also mean that later on, uh, Din Djarin's going to need some force help from Grogu and they're, and he's going to be running around with a little Mandalorian on his shoulder using the dark saber. And they're going to be a team working together. And I think that's a way cooler story. And I think the idea of, of him having a choice and they've really shown how close they are. They, 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 they've done the drama where he's flying off. Uh, even though he yeah. didn't see him, he's like, mm he knows he knows he was there you know what i mean and uh with the compartment all that thing all that i feel like they're gonna end up working together and uh, and maybe he's gonna be this uh this uh super mandalorian with the uh dark saber that everybody's prophesized and predicting what yeah, do you I think, think? I think you have a you, you have a good point there and i also wonder whether he probably already has or he already has made a lightsaber because the whole thing about jedi is that you have to make your own lightsaber and it's mm -hmm. like a like I mean Luke is the only one that didn't, <laughs> which is why he's probably okay. Like, like you have to remember that Grogu's been a, been in training for longer than Luke did. <laughs> like this this is the thing when I was watching this, I was like, dude, Luke's like, Luke literally spent like a day <laughs> like training to become <laughs> a Jedi. Let's be honest. Like he had that help that time with um with Yoda on uh, Dagobah and that was that was about it and it must have lasted what max a week let's say let's give him a week <laughs> but Grogu has is how I can't even remember how old he's supposed to be he's, he's like 42 50, he's 50 but 50, he's yeah. that, that makes him like a five-year-old he's like or six-year-old yes, or something he's still he, he still would have had like years of training <laughs> yeah but like yeah. Yeah, but, you're right. But he, years, years that could be like weeks or months to him because, yeah. because, like I said, he's he he learns he's an 800. Those their lifespan, Yoda lived to be like eight, what eight or 900 years, and he was uh, 900 years old. Yeah, yeah 900. Not so good. You look, will you? Uh, you <laughs> yeah. Know? yeah, and so like <laughs> this thing, <laughs> this thing is 50 years old, so he's like, he's like, geez, he's like, what, like, like five six percent of his of his lifespan he's he's only that that far so it's i mean for us 50 years sounds a long like a long time maybe oh how long did he train that's nothing to it to a to a his species so God, imagine having to train that and to be a jedi it's like how many how many how frustrating any, would it be it, yeah because the literally the only person that could train him would be another one of his kind like other because otherwise you're just losing masters left right and center you have it constantly having have to have a new jedi master because it's like it's like it's like oh, no, yeah, what's yeah the you, point? exactly you're like you're like i'm i trained him till i was a hundred and for him it was just like it was just like six months worth of training you know what i mean it's like, a weird imagine, it's a weird thing imagine if it was qui-gon jinn was his trainers like oh the fucking idiot it's like <laughs> he still doesn't understand how to jump I've got a particular set of skills. <coughs> Training grooves. 
<laughs> the fucking Grogu <laughs> doesn't listen to a word I say. Um, but yeah, it's um, every every time I, I when I was watching, I was like, he must have been trained longer than Luke. Like, um, and <laughs> and then I I do want like there must be a whole backstory to his character as well. Like, is he actually related to Yoda? Is he Yoda's son, or is he? There was another. One wasn't there. Um, I forget her name. There's a fee- There was a female. It um... sounds like Grindel, but it's something else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What is her name? Uh, I can't. Yeah, I can't think of her right now. And they must have been like the last three left of their species, because I don't. I don't think there were any others. Um, and considering how long they live, it's kind of like a bit. They're, they're probably like the pandas of. of... <laughs> also, Star Wars is cen- centered in this Yaddle, this area. Yaddle, Yaddle, Yaddle not yeah. Grindel. Yeah, it, it, Star Wars is centered this area. You know, they talk about the outer rim. There could be a whole bunch of those species like way outside of the, yeah. this known known area. So who knows? Yet so all thanks. I, I think you're right. I think he, otherwise there will be no Mandalorian season three. That's the other thing that I was thinking. It's like if if uh, he doesn't choose the Mandalorian, it would be a bit like uh, like that. The, there was obviously a bond that was done, there. and and then what Luke says is true. Is like you know a lifetime for him is like a like a couple weeks for you. You know, so yeah, they- that, that's 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 the other thing about this is quite sad. He could go off. It's just like, oh, yeah. So I went and spent this one crazy wild summer uh, yeah. off at Mandalorian camp and then went back to my Jedi training. It's like he's got a long lifetime where I don't think he's going to be too young, too old to uh, to go back into training. Then you also have the um, the all of the Jedi kids getting getting murdered and you need to not have him there for that too you know mm. what i mean so you gotta expl- explain that or does he get killed with all this those other ones or does he go on to rule mandalore as a fearless tiny mandalorian who knows <laughs> i was wondering whether he might help um train D- uh, din Djarin use the dark saber that's that's the one th- I was wondering whether it'd be flipped and and that he yeah that he starts remembering things and actually was trained um, as a as a Jedi and actually could do all of this stuff anyway and then ends up like you know walking kind of the Mandalorian through it because that's the that again the best best part of this series for me so far was at the beginning of episode five when you see the Mandalorian use the dark saber and you actually see him cut himself as well which is like the first time you've ever seen anyone do that with one of those things, which is very realistic, really. If you had something like that, you yeah, probably awesome. would cut yourself. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. Let's, so I want to see more of that. <laughs> yeah, let's not forget cutting the, ta- the guy in half on the table. Yeah. I, was, I saw this. Somebody sent me a video where they were like, yeah, uh, no cussing in Star Wars. And it was like, dang, Ferric. Dang, Ferric! Dang, Ferric! Ferric! But, but you can do this, and then it, it all of a sudden they had like some like new metal song with like metal. It was like, and as soon as the dark saber like was, it was like, and it was just showed him like killing everyone, and it with <laughs> with metal behind it. It is really gruesome and it like hilarious. Like it was like a whole ass kicking montage with this like heavy music in the background. It was, I it was really really funny. Oh boy! Oh man, you, yeah, well, I need to watch. Time. I need to watch that. I'll send but, it to you. It's it's just really funny. I'm like I'm like it's so it's so true though. It's really funny. Yeah. 
It's but there's so much that that could happen in this, and uh, this is why I've liked these last two episodes. But we have to we address the elephant in the room, which is Boba Fett. <laughs> Come on, I mean we can't talk about this show without saying that the the Boba Fett is n- not the best part of this show, and the best uh, like the the reasons why people are excited about it now are the two episodes that featured literally like one scene of Boba Fett. Do you think that's a problem? I I don't think it's a problem because I don't think they I don't think they meant to have Boba Fett go on to have four seasons and make in and, and like we're going to we're developing developing this new mm. franchise of Boba Fett that's going to go on and make jillions of dollars. I think they were just throwing us a a, a a a bone like I said before and they're like here's what happened when Boba Fett was you know between the Sarlacc pit and now Here's where he's been. Here you go. Yeah. And then they're going to have a poetic ending for him. And he's in it. They're going to finish his journey. And I think that's just a small little story arc that's going to like they're going to put a bow on it. And it's going to be over. And it's going to be tied into um, into this whole universe thing. And it's it's going to be cool. I think it's going to be cool. Um, my only concern is that Robert Rodriguez is, is directing this last episode. So uh, and yeah. he, yeah, that's that's what I heard. I didn't read that. I heard that on I don't remember what I was what I was listening to, but uh, I heard that. So I need to go back and look if that's true. I'm like, I have to be optimistic because that's how I like to roll. And I'm going to say, hey, remember how good that Mandalorian episode was when they introduced him when he showed up kicking ass? Uh, let's yeah. hope th- we have one of those again. And I'm and I'm hoping they said, hey, I'm hoping Favreau. And it was like, hey, man, the story arc, we need him to look weak and bumbling and it's going to be more of a, of an interesting journey instead mm. of him just showing up and being badass and just kicking ass and, and being awesome. Um, I think we need to have him be a little bit weak and he's, and he, cl- he's climbing out of the, the mud to be back up on top and, and be a badass. And uh, also with his character development, development whatnot i think we need i think they're going to sacrifice him like we were saying i think he's gonna he's gonna save the day and he's gonna be a badass again but he's not a murderer and a killer like uh cad bane said you know he's like i'm a different guy now i'm not i'm not the the bad guy that i was i'm a good guy and uh you know my sins have come back to get me i just have to just like just like clint eastwood man he goes back into town and, and cleans house so and you know, I don't know how much longer you can have a 60 year old tomorrow Morrison pretending to be a 40 year old Boba Fett either. You know what I mean? It's like it's like uh, you can only pretend that he's scarred up for so long. Before, you know, the Bakta tank can only do so much. And uh, and so I think they're going to let this character uh, uh, ride off into the sunset. That's what I think. Well, ba- Baker Zown disagrees. Disagrees. With you. Curtis says no way he dies. I'm calling it. I'm gonna be honest. I agree with Curtis. I don't think they can they can afford to kill off Boba Fett. I think there'd be too much of a. I mean, it, it would make sense because it's like the whole Western vibe as well. Right. So it, it, there's that sort of like unforgiven type um, storyline to it. Or he stay, or he just stays in Mos Espa, and then they have an occasional cameo where they show up to see him, and he's he ruling. He's he's yeah. ruling stuff. That's the other. That's the other. For me, it's a mo- more poetic ending and uh, mm. and a nice resolution to his character maybe he'll just end up uh maybe he'll have the he'll (laughs) he'll have the first elections ever on tatooine and (laughs) uh, and 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 create a democratic society 
on Tatooine and uh, and get rid of the uh, Pike Syndicate. And then um, there, I just did some fact checking. You're right. It, well, it is Robert Rodriguez who's directing the final ep- who directed the final episode. So I'm I'm looking forward to that because honestly, the 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 other two episodes that he did weren't great. So I'm I'm hoping that he kind of redeems himself with this final one. It'll be like a proper crazy episode. Like a lot of people are hoping that they bring back some of the other bounty hunters that you see, you know, in that scene in the Empire. Is it the Empire Strikes Back when yes. you have all the bounty hunters? Then uh, people are hoping that they bring those characters back. What is it? So I, is that a... Yeah, IG eighty eight's in that, isn't he? Uh, yeah. That that um. So they could they could bring back that droid, but that droid's crazy. Is <laughs> is a is a murdering psychopath. Um, and then there was yeah, the a couple of others that are in that as well. I can't remember their names off the top of my head, but the, that would be a good, a, a good like nod. Like he's like, oh, you know, I've got to call some uh, some old friends of mine, and then they all come. <laughs> well, how about how about this for you? And I was just reading the comments, and that really uh, that got Omega. me thinking. Omega, what if the Bad Batch show up as muscle, and Fennec Shand is like, hey, I called in some favors. <laughs> If we see live action, the Bad Batch, that would be, dude. I just got goosebumps. Like that aren't would they, be. Aren't they all voiced by tomorrow? Aren't they all voiced by tomorrow Morrison? Uh, I don't they, know. Uh, <laughs> I don't think they are. Are they in, in the uh, in the animated series? Uh, uh, they're just New Zealanders. Yeah, I think they're all. Yeah, I think they're all different. Um, but uh, Omega's annoying. I don't. I don't. I don't want to see Omega. <laughs> I yeah. find her a bit, a bit annoying. But um, I, I think like the Bad Batch would would be quite fun. That would, be awesome. the, uh, would I, be awesome. It would be fun. It would be awesome if the Bad Batch shows up and it's like, all right, let's do this. That would be super sick. I don't Sorry. think they're going to do that because this episode was written by John Favreau, and the one the the last one was Dave Filoni, and that's the only episode he's written like it all helped to write because it was John Favreau and Dave Filoni. So I think if if there's no Dave Filoni involvement, I don't think they'd bring in characters from the Bad Batch. Uh, that's just my feeling about it. I, I, think, I think they might, right. yeah. I think they might that they might kind of do older Star Wars stuff, like maybe the Empire Strikes Back stuff, and and bring in some characters from that. But f- for me, like literally just seeing Cad Bane at the end, who looked incredible as well in live action, I was really like worried because that you see just just the silhouette. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> like they're actually doing this. I got very excited. I got kind of more excited about that than I did when I saw Luke Skywalker at the beginning of the episode. Because I was like, oh, yeah, you know, that's fun. But, but to bring him in, he is such a cool character. And there's a lot of potential there. He's a, He could be a really good villain. Um, he's a super good villain. He's, he's... He, um, in, in live action, he could like, in these live action, because as I was saying before, a lot of people don't don't watch these animated TV shows. Star Wars TV shows. So this is the first. This is a lot of people's first experience of these characters, um, which is why I think bringing in these sorts of characters is a really good idea. And when I saw that scene with Cobb Vanth, was amazing. I'm a massive Justified fan, first of all. So just seeing Timothy Oliphant being awesome, I I hope he's not dead because I love him. <laughs> um, and it looked like it hit his shoulder. And I wonder whether he had he had his thing set to stun, so I wonder whether he he might have stunned them rather than killed them. But maybe that's not Cobb Van, that's not um, Cad Bane's style. He likes to kill. He shoots to kill. 
Uh, I don't Cat, know. I just I, I don't, don't want Cobb Vance to be dead. <laughs> Cad Bane is is uh, here's what's going to happen. He's mm-hmm. going to show up probably with a sling and he's going to do something awesome later at some point. But he's going to be like, yeah, this guy tried to kill me. And you're going to have like Fennec Shand or somebody or, or Boba Fett say, no, if he wanted you dead, he would have killed you. Like he he like mm-hmm. I think he spared him because he needed him to deliver the message. He needed yeah. him to live. That's why they had this no name uh, ding dong of a of a of he's a, an idiot a deputy <laughs> guy. Oh, he was bumbling around the first time he walked on screen. Like you yeah. can't park here. And like and, and like Din Djarin's like who the hell is this guy? I saved your town. You know what I mean? Like complete hall monitor. Like totally guy totally sucked and. uh which props to the actor you t- you wanted to play an annoying chode you did a great job dude like that guy sucked uh we're like really can we kill this guy and get him over with i was like seriously um i was just like just go to the fucking side you're gonna die yeah, just, yeah go and he's like oh and uh and of course he got killed i'm like thanks dude i wish i wish cad bane had shown up earlier and killed this guy he was annoying from the beginning um but yeah like and so they needed to show they needed to show for one they show uh, a cob vanth dealing with these pike guys and he's able yeah. to to shoot three guys in an instance and leave one guy to t- go off and tell his bosses you don't come around freetown anymore you know and so and then and he's this badass and then they show him he was like he was like a he was like amateur hour compared to uh to compared to cad bane you know and, and yeah, so like okay, i'm gonna I don't, also, I don't think that's fair because he he was worrying about his deputy wasn't he <laughs> yeah that too like, that's it's yeah. exactly but it's like okay you're you're amateur hour uh <laughs> this little maggot of a deputy's over here. I'm gonna shoot him five times just to show what I could have done to you, and I'll shoot you once in the shoulder so you can live and you can go and, and tell everyone. Uh, because because if he leaves, if he lets that guy live, um, and that guy sees that he could have died, now the guy in charge of this town is gonna give the Pike Syndicate free reign to do what they want. He makes a point and lets le- he lets the guy in charge live so that. Okay, I own you now. I let you live. I could have killed you. And I think that's what they're trying to do. But I guarantee you, uh, somebody, uh, probably Boba Fett or Fennec Shand is going to say, oh, if he wanted to kill you, he would have killed you. You know what I mean? They'll they'll use that opportunity at some point. But uh, it's funny. Like, Cad Bane, he worked with uh, Jango Fett. Like, he yes. he knows Boba Fett's dad. Um, and they've got they've got history. Fennec Shan has history with him. Uh, Cad Bane is such a cool character. He's like he's gone into the Jedi Temple, and he's like the only character that's done that th- that will go up against Jedi's like they're nothing. He doesn't care. He's got breathing tubes. He, the reason he got those breathing tubes is he didn't like to be vulnerable uh, to to ch- force choking, and so he's oh, yeah. he had. He had breathing tubes put in so you can't for like go ahead and force choke me. I can still breathe, mother. I was gonna curse and I just caught myself. I can still breathe. What are you gonna do? And so he and he can handle himself. He's got he's got uh, jet boots that allow him to fly yeah. the way that most bounty cutters have uh, have a jetpack or like Mandalorians anyway. He's super cool, dude. He's he's got a lot of really cool weapons, and uh, he's the only one of that race that I've ever seen. But it's yeah. he's a, he's super cool character, and the way they made his teeth look were like made him like gross. Like it was awesome. He's like <laughs> he, like, and I'm like, oh, this guy's gross and awesome. He, like they did such a good job with him. Uh, 
I thought his head was a little bit fat, but but uh, but I'm not complaining, man. I I, I thought he was yeah, really cool. I've, I've seen a lot of people complain about like being saying his his hat wasn't long enough was one piece was one mm-hmm. thing I heard, and his skin wasn't blue enough. And I was like, oh, come on, guys! Like, <laughs> just and also that his his mouth was too was too high up his face. And I was like, what do you want? Like, yeah. I- you know, you could complain about Ahsoka's uh, Montrals, her hair, her hair tail <laughs> that she's yeah, got. Yeah, yeah. Montral, like, like uh, they're a little bit faux rubbery looking and they should be longer. Those are like the size of what they were when she was young. And now they should be way longer. She, no, but she can cut them. That, that If you no, read the book, you there's, no, you there, there is. Yes, she can. Uh, I've read the Ahsoka Tano book. Oh, okay. She, she says that she can cut them. I didn't so know I'm, that. That's weird. Uh, and I'm pretty sure I know why um why they added that is because of this. Uh, I I I think cuz cuz I'm pretty sure they must have done tests and stuff to see how it looks and if they did it too long it just becomes so obvious that it's fake if she's in, like moving <laughs> like so, things. Yeah, like so they yeah. just they just said we'll just keep it short. And this is the thing it's like you, you you're you're adapting something which was made what these characters were made for animation like and you're trying to put them into live action it's like people complaining about Bo-Katan that Katie Sackhoff's too old to play a character and Tamora Morrison's too old to play Boba Fett it's like well you can't have it any other way because that the the, you know that I I still think they look pretty good I think there are there are elements of it where it's like they do look a bit like cosplayers um but they're bloody good ones <laughs> yeah <laughs> so you know take it you know this is what this is what we wanted and we, we're getting it so stop complaining you can complain about story stuff but looks wise honestly i think they did such a good the, the eyes looked so good i was because you know there was that big reveal with the eyes and i was looking for that and i was like what are they going to do with those big red like massive eyes they it was really it really looked great and um I can't wait to see this finale. I think this finale is going to be fantastic. I have a feeling that it's going to be really good because every season of these shows so far have end like the first two seasons of The Mandalorian. The finales were brilliant. Like I, I, rem- I actually remember The Mandalorian having a similar trajectory to this season of The Book of Boba Fett. I thought the first couple of episodes weren't brilliant, but the the, the season ended on a really strong note, and then that carried on into, into season two. And I, I get the feeling that the book of Boba Fett has done the same sort of thing. I think they started quite slow, got better, gradually got better. Last two episodes have been really good. And I also agree with you. I don't think there's, there's not going to be a season two of this. I think this is this is very much a kind of in-between thing to tie us over for the Mandalorian season three, which will probably bring back a lot of these characters. And then we'll have the future, which is the Ahsoka Tano show and whatever else they're planning. Yeah. And just think of think of how good the Dallas Bryce Howard episode was, and then mm. think about how good this episode was. You know what I mean? And I'm like, and that's not the finale. Like that's the build. That's not even the finale. Like, oh, good gracious, next Nick, I can't wait for next week. So that's going to be on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll be talking about that next week. That'll be a good. That'll be a good episode. Um, I just, I, I suppose we did talk a little bit about this. Um, do you think Sebastian Stan should play Luke Skywalker? I think you said you didn't think that, did you? I don't think it's necessary anymore. Like, mm. I, I don't think we need that. I don't think we need a whole season of that. Like, no, 
Now, just, and, I'm and, just asking you because he he recently said he'd like to do it. Yeah, I mean, if they got if they get him to do it, I support him, man. I like Sebastian Stan, and uh, but uh, I don't think we need him to do it. Um, and uh, like you said, they have other doubles that they that they've got. The guy that was that was uh, up in the uh, X wing fighter when uh, when Din Djarin was up in in his uh, into Starfighter that yeah. was trying to pull him over. That was Luke's body double. Was uh, it? Yeah. The, the, ah. Not the Asian guy, uh, the, no, the other no, no, one. No. The other yeah. guy. That was <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the other guy was the, like the Asian guy is the guy from Kim's Convenience, right? Uh, the, the other yeah. guy who's like, hey man, send me your information or whatever, you know, like uh, that guy. It was Luke's body double, and I'm like, I think that's cool. They're like, hey, we'll we'll throw you in on other characters in this show and just stick around and uh, and just do Luke every once in a while. Then they also had a performance artist guy who could do flips and all that 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 yeah, that did yeah. him running through the through the woods and then they also had mark hamill there for reference in costume filming stuff and and like uh i think it's cool that they still have him there too um because you know you you need a reference for like how he would say something the way he would act like being a jedi he's still getting to act to this out even if they replace him uh and even if they re-say some of his lines they have him there for reference you know so yeah. that's cool too so I'm really glad that they're doing that because uh, he, Mark Hamill deserves it. Like he he's a very underrated actor, I think, and he understands um, Luke better than anybody. I think, which is why the, why they're bringing him in. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure, like Dave Filoni or someone like that, was adamant that they needed him on set to just to make sure that what they're doing is right. Yeah. Because, it, it, yeah just just out of respect alone you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> like but but uh you know it because he's 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 older and he's got a scratchier voice now and he's not he doesn't he doesn't sound like a youthful kid uh jedi who's but but uh but he still understands the the mindset you know what i mean and i think it's i mm -hmm. think it's cool i think it's great they're using him so no brilliant um should we uh actually before we move on has anyone said anything uh Chrysler's made a lot of uh comments. So he said that Deputy James Mars Marsden look alike. True. He did look a lot like De like James Marsden. <laughs> um and then he also gave us the bounty hunter names. Uh Bosuk, IG88, yeah. Zukus, Forlom, Dengar. They're hopefully they'll all turn up. I think that'll be fun. Um, and Raj says the huge epic battle is the only way they can end season one for Book of Boba Fett. Agreed. Pretty sure that's what's going to happen. Uh, Curtis, you're, you're hilarious, man. Yaddle the bounty hunter. <laughs> she's going to turn up, and that's that's going to be the big one. And then Chris also agrees with you, saying um, he needs to meet Omega. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, and then uh, yeah, the uh, Chris also says these characters are all older in this timeline, which is why they look older. Which is why people need to stop complaining about that. Um, but that's Twitter for you, right? Should we move on to Marvel stuff? Sure, and certainly. I'm very interested in getting your uh, um, opinion on this. Is that the news that Dakota Johnson is going to be playing Madam Web in the upcoming Sony Pictures Madam Web spin-off Spider-Man movie? What do you think of this casting? <laughs> this is interesting. Um, I I think it's going to be a. a julia carpenter uh spider woman i don't think it's going to be the uh the uh, uh jessica drew uh spider woman no well actually no it's not or spider Madam woman 
Ma- Ma- Madam Madam Web is a completely different character. Well, uh, with in like uh, the Julia Carpenter oh, Spider Woman, Carpenter. she becomes yes. she becomes, she becomes uh, Madam Web. So yes. I think I think that's where the, they're going to go with it because the other the original Madam Web was an elderly lady, yes, clairvoyant sort of lady, and and so you're, why would you why wouldn't you just get somebody who's older and you know what I mean? So if they're going to get somebody who's you, either they're going to fudge and completely rewrite the story. Or they're going to pick this Spider Woman who who gets who becomes um, who becomes Madam Web. And uh, there's already people on online that are like complaining because uh, this character's blind, uh, and that are complaining that they didn't find a blind actress to play this uh, character. And but uh, she doesn't start blind; she becomes blind after she gets the powers. So that's what I'll say about that. I'm like, look, see, she... I don't see anyone complaining about Charlie Cox not being blind yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, somebody out there is com- always complaining. I I I find these days it seems like, but but yeah, I I read that. I'm like, guys, the character doesn't start blind; she she becomes blind. So there you go. There's there's the excuse. I'm making one up for you for you, uh, Sony. Okay. Um. This isn't a this isn't a blind character. This is a character who becomes blind after she gets these crazy powers. And I don't know a lot about this character, to be honest. Um, no, all uh, yeah, I know about the characters from the animated series. <laughs> that's that's yeah. literally all I know about the characters from the Spider-Man animated series. And I know that she just pops up to piss off Peter Parker. <laughs> and she's like, "There's something happening," and he's just like, "Well, what am I doing here? Who are you, you weird lady? <laughs> you old lady in a web?" Uh, who yeah she is blind because she she wears like a what's it like she's like almost like um she's she's it? a mutant blind justice she's, yeah yeah she's like a clairvoyant psychic mutant just crazy uh, that, it, go on I was just gonna say I do like Dakota Johnson I think she's she's a a, a really cool actress um she just seems nice to me I don't know what what do you think I really like her. I've liked her. I really liked her in the first thing she was ever in, which is the the social network. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that was the first thing she's ever in. She was. I mean, she is the son. Uh, sorry, the son, the daughter of um, Don Johnson. Is that his name? Yeah, Don yeah, Johnson. Two two actors. I think uh, her her I mum's can... an an actor as well. Um, and she she. I mean, she's of course known for like the Fifty Shades of Grey movies, but she's a no, lot he... more than that. Melanie Griffith is, it, is, her, is her mother. Yeah, Melanie Griffith. Yeah, so she comes. She comes from like really, like Hollywood stock. You know, like M- Melanie Griffiths as well is like old school Hollywood. Her family. So um, and you, you you've um, I I I think you hit the nail on the head. It's like they're going to do something very different with this character. They, they, I know I didn't think about that doing. I didn't know there was a younger version, a Julia Carpenter version of this character. But I'm pretty sure that's what they're going to do. Almost make her basically starts off being a version of Spider-Woman and then probably towards the end of the movie become Madam Web. <laughs> like it's almost going to be an, a Madam Web orange, origin story. Um, uh, the the one we, we spoke about this before is that I just don't trust Sony uh, when they do these, <laughs> these, um, these Spider-Man movies because I don't think any of them have really been very good. Uh, that when, they're, when they're not working with Marvel, I don't think the Venom movies have been particularly good. I don't think Morbius is going to be very good. <laughs> I, I don't think Craven the Hunter is going to be very good. But I do think they've cast very good actors in these roles. Uh, I think, you know, uh, Tom Hardy, Jared Leto, um, Aaron Taylor-Johnson, and now uh, Dakota Johnson, um, they're all very, very good actors. Uh, 
hopefully, hopefully they'll do the character justice. But then again, she's quite a um, she's quite an unknown character, really an unknown quantity, and they can kind of do whatever they want with her. That that, that that's the thing about this character is that it's not like a Batman or a Spider Man. You know, it's, it's someone that's kind of on the fringes a bit, and she's a bit like Doctor Strange. I think in many ways, like a female version of Doctor Strange can kind of, she does a lot of stuff with the multiverse and the Spider-Verse as well, it can bring in all these characters together. And that's often how she's used, I think, in comics is to bring characters together uh, from different multiverses as well. So maybe maybe she could be a way to tie over the, I don't know what they're calling it now, the the, the spook or the, what's it, the, <laughs> the, the, spy, the smook. The Spider-Man cinematic universe, I think it's called, um, and that th there might there might be a way to tie that with the MCU as this character, this specific character. Uh, that's what I was thinking anyway earlier on. Who I knows? A, and <clears throat> go on, say. I ate a say? bad slice of pizza and I had to spook all over the all over the floor. Um, <laughs> I, I don't. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what. Sorry, I had to make a spook joke. I didn't mean to cut you off there, man. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. Uh, um, I I don't know what the what they're doing. You know what I mean? I I feel like uh, I feel like Sony. Uh, I'm kind of with you on uh, with like I don't know if I trust what they're doing, but what I will say is that they're really falling into being winners and i think uh where you know they have one of the most successful with marvel of course but they've got one of the most successful movies of all time now with with uh with the latest spider-man movie uh yeah venom was was d decent venom 2 was a little less decent but it was it was still good <laughs> uh, they're still enjoyable movies um um and but into the spider-verse is one of the the uh favorite <clears throat> uh animated series of all time or, or shows of all time yeah uh you know some people call that their favorite spider-man movie even over the live action stuff um and i feel like they're starting to succeed enough to where people are like you know what i'll i as an actor they're like i'll be attached to that and you're getting all these mm. huge names now that are that are like going over to to the sony spider-verse uh you know that that you would expect, hey, I could I could see them being in in Disney Marvel, but they're you know what mm. I mean like the, they're like they're starting to get some top tier actors over there, and uh, I think that uh, they they could continue to get uh, some good um, directors, and I think it's weird because nobody wants to play for a B team, everybody wants to be on in uh, associated with Marvel. But once you start getting some victories, all of a sudden be like, hey, that team's pretty good, too. Let's go and see yeah. what's going on in there. And I think if you got good players on your team, there's some possibility. If the upper management doesn't screw it up, you could end up with some real quality. And so I'm I'm like crossing my fingers. I've, I've told you I'm very hopeful for Morbius. I think it's going to be I know you think it's going to be crap, but I'm, I'm like, dude, I Jared Leto's pretty legit actor. And uh, he's annoying yeah, when sometimes he, when he's not doing an Italian accent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, Craven the Hunter that could be interesting. It could be terrible. I mean, like yeah. that's that's the deal, dude. Don't put don't put <laughs> don't put Paul Giamatti in armor, and uh, and we're gonna be okay, dude. Like you could you could. This is your chance, Sony. Sony, listen to me. This is your chance. This is it. You could actually 
win this if you don't fuck it up. So, excuse mm. my language. This is your chance. Don't make this lame. Just make it cool. That's all I'm asking. Don't screw this up because this is it. Like, and they really could make it cool. Um, maybe. <laughs> I, I just worry. I worry sometimes that they might be too worried about getting big names attached to their projects. Like, I, I get the impression that when when Marvel Studios casts a role. They really go in, they, they take casting so seriously that they do not. I mean, they are at a point where it doesn't matter if they've got a big name or not. Like, they, they will just go, literally, we're going to take this person who's never done something before in her life and cast her as Miss Marvel, who's she's probably going to become one of the most important characters in the MCU moving forward. You know, we're going to take literally an actor that no one wants to work with in Robert Downey Jr. And cast him as Iron Man because he's perfect for the role because John Favreau says so. And I get the impression that that Sony kind of goes about it the other way, where they're like, "Oh my God, look, Tom Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy, we get we're going to get him in because he's so hot right now." Literally, they're all like that, you know. That the studio execs are all like, "What's his name in Zoolander?" Um, the uh, the 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 evil guy in Z- Magatu yeah. or something. It's, yeah. Oh, they're so hot right now. We got to get Tom Hardy in the movie. It's so hot right now, you know. And it's like it's more it's more of that sort of thing, like old school kind of Hollywood. Like w- the name matters so much more. And then we're gonna get Ruben Fleischer <laughs> to direct the movie. And it's like you're like, really? The Zool- the the not Zoolander. The um, I mean, I liked Zombieland, but you know, and then. I mean, I'm a big fan of Andy Serkis as well, but I'm a bit like, okay, his director, his the stuff he's directed hasn't been amazing. It's been fine, but I, I just the, there was the a way... cool chance they took on 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 him. Yeah, you know, for the uh, who's who's the one that directed Mor- Morbius? Uh, I can't remember his name now. I'm I'm blanking. The guy they've got to direct this this upcoming Madam Web movie is the showrunner of Jess was the showrunner of Jessica Jones and the Defenders. Mm-hmm. So, so you're a bit like, uh, like I don't know. It's just, I, I just get the feeling that it's kind of a paint by numbers job often with Sony. That they're just more, they they care more about how they can market something and how well it can do, and less they care less about the product itself. And um, they don't put as, as much thought into their movies as a Marvel does, or even a Warner Brothers does. Like, let's be honest, like with the D- with DC films, I think there's a, an awful lot of thought that's going into their more recent movies. Um, and even, you know, the plan didn't work for them with Zack Snyder, but even those films, I thought that there was an actual idea of where they could go. I think Sony's just kind of making it up as they go along. And that that that's just the impression I get, and that's why I get a bit worried about these movies. Um, who knows? Maybe when Morbius finally comes out, if it ever does come out, um, um, we might be sitting here, and I, and I, you'll be like, Ed, Ed, I told you so, and I'll be like, fine, I'll, I'll give you the clap, and I'll be like, yeah, you know what? It wasn't that bad, or it was brilliant. <laughs> don't, don't give me the clap. I don't. I don't need that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that, that's that's my, they're my well, probably too long thoughts on. Uh, we spoke quite a while on Madam Web. Should we move on to the Super Bowl? That was a and... sexual disease joke. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's move on. Um, 
Doctor Strange 2 and Moon Knight trailers might, uh, this is according to Deadline, uh, there might be trailers at the Super Bowl. Now, I've never watched the Super Bowl, uh, but what I do know is that they do do trailers at halftime, don't they, for quite big movies. So um, have you have you heard about this? And uh, and what are your thoughts? Are you looking forward to a Doctor Strange, potential Doctor Strange 2 and Moon Knight trailers? You are correct. They do do trailers on at the Super Bowl. Um, I, I look forward. You're, you're loving this. I'm having a great time. They, <laughs> like you said, they do do trailers at the Super Bowl, and uh, and I can't wait. Um, the Super Bowl is uh, is always a fun event for me, and and uh, me again. I do voiceover work, uh, and so I pay attention to ads. Really, more you never than, said so. <laughs> yeah, so I like to run this uh, factoid in the ground, but I I'm interested in ads more than anything, uh, yeah. like more than most people would be. Like I'm, I'm just like I do songs and and a lot of other things. I I dissect everything, and I really enjoy the Super Bowl because the advertisements in the Super Bowl it's the most expensive, uh, advertising time of the year, and it's yeah. uh, it's really fun. Some really hilarious, cool, clever, uh, things happen, and some really expensive, uh, movie. <laughs> things happen yeah so it's like if you're gonna you're gonna be uh showcasing your new show or your new movie that's the time where you're gonna make some waves and really really show the world hey man here it is and everyone's watching so um i yeah i can't wait i can't wait moon knight trailer i i'm i'm already fired up about moon knight like i'll please show me five more trailers and like <laughs> let's do it i'm all about it what I was the other? That, what was the other trailer that they were talking about besides Moon Knight? I'm still just super Doctor, Doctor Strange too. Is is like the like the first kind of full trailer because people are considering that the first trailer they released was actually a teaser. You know, it was quite long for a teaser. Honestly, I don't even care about seeing a Doctor Strange uh, trailer. Um, hmm. I want to know. I I would prefer to know less about it. Uh, I, I do want to, I guess, for for YouTube's sake, yes, let's break it down and look for all the little nuggets. And, hey, was there a guy there that they erased because they didn't, you know, whatever? Well, we're going to be dealing with all that. Um, the the real movie fan in me would rather just not see it and go because I already yeah. have, you know, little theories as to what's going to happen and whatnot. But, you know, then again, there might be a little nugget in there that makes me even more excited. Like, holy crap, I didn't even think they could do that or whatever, you know. It's or just end, end the trailer with the three claws. Yes, that's what I'm. That's what I'm talking about. Um, that's uh, that'd be it. People would lose it. <laughs> yeah, I just I had a mild stroke just thinking about that when you just said that. I'm like the the possibility of who's going to be in Doctor Strange is uh, it's it's unreal. There are really no uh, there's no boundaries to it. That's what's what's insane. So we could sit here yeah. and talk for hours about it. Um I would almost rather be surprised uh than 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 see it, you know. But then again, we need something to talk about after the Super Bowl. So uh, uh you know, I know, I know we're going to both <laughs> be no watching. one wants to talk about the game. <laughs> yeah. I don't care about the game. I don't, like I don't even know who's in the fine the, the, the Super Bowl. I'm cursed. I don't know if you knew this, but I don't follow sports because anytime I root for a team, they will lose every time <laughs> my entire life, especially if I'm in person. But, uh, but I've, I found this out a long time ago and I was like, you know, this sucks. It's no fun to watch sports if your team loses every single time. So my entire life, 
I've never felt the joy of having a uh, team win and and say, "Woo!" The only time I did was uh, the Miami Heat uh, versus the Dallas Mavericks, and uh, they had that whole series years ago, that like a handful of years ago. And uh, I wasn't even a real basketball fan. My one of my best friends was, and uh, that's it. I was like, "Wow!" I was rooting for them because of her. And I thought I was jinxing her. They actually won. And I was like, wow, that's what it feels like to, to have your team win. I've never experienced that before. So I'm saying a long, um, stretched out way of saying uh, I don't really care about the Super Bowl, but I'm excited. <laughs> I hope I see some trailers. Uh, yeah. I know nothing about it. I've never played American football. I'm a rugby and football guy, like, you know, real football, soccer, as you call it. Um, <laughs> that, that's what that's what I like. And. Being English, I can tell you that I've just had years of disappointment as a as a sports fan. Uh, we don't do very well, uh, but yeah, like again, I, I, the when the Super Bowl comes around every year, I always I, I distinctly remember the first year I had to cover it as a journalist. I was just like, what? How many trailers do I have to write about? It's like it was so many. I think that was the year that the Force Awakens came out as well. So that was like a lot of trailers that year. Um, and this, it's, it's, it's an insane thing. Everyone wants to see the halftime show. I think they've got a really big like halftime show thing planned this year with like Eminem and is is like Dr. Dre there as well and Snoop Dogg. They're they're all gonna be doing the halftime show. So I mean I don't even know who's in the, who's in the who's playing in that game. All I know is that there's potential Moon Knight and Doc I think Moon Knight might be more likely than Doctor Strange 2, because Doctor Strange 2 is quite far out. Um, but the other thing people were saying was that it's on is it on NBC, uh, which is the the network that's owned by um, Paramount. So Paramount might not want to like um, have a uh, an advert for something that's on Disney Plus. But then I get I was like, well, if Disney pays, they're gonna pay. They get, they got, <laughs> they're like. They're like, okay, here's more money. Like, what you? They don't have enough. Uh, they're, they're not. Paramount is not rich enough to uh, to turn down all of Disney's money. They're gonna sell that to to whoever. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, I can tell you though, man. If you've never been, Super Bowl parties are fun. You go, you I've drink beer. Yeah, you eat snacks. There's snacks all over and food. Maybe some barbecue happening, and you drink beer and you hang out, and then you and then like. While the football is happening, people are like glued to the TV. You don't really care. So it's like, okay, y'all can just talk or just watch that. And then you'll just go eat snacks. And then when <laughs> the commercials come on, then you go over and you watch the commercials and they're fun and they're hilarious. And everybody's laughing because they're the most hilarious commercials ever. And then the halftime show happens and then everybody talks about Janet Jackson's boob. And then it's like, and then you go back to eating <laughs> snacks and it's a good time. It's, I mean, they're real. The Super Bowl parties are fun, but uh, yeah. I don't really follow the football. Yeah, I wouldn't want to go to a French Super Bowl party. I think that'd be a bit up. Uh, I'd be a bit too like, oh, what is this shit? I'm not watching this. I would rather watch the pitank or whatever they do here. But uh, move, uh, move away from that, from offending every French person ever. Uh, uh, and what, what are you, have you got one last thing to say? No, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Let's move, let's move on. Uh, we want, I want to move on to rumor time. Rumor time. Uh, and that's so let's start off with the Punisher returning to the MCU. This is a rumor that's being put around there on Twitter. What what do you make of this? Um, I think that's the best thing ever. Like uh, you just had uh, you just had Din Djarin cut somebody in half. OK, that just opened the floodgates. Let's have uh, John Bernthal <laughs> I did, I kill some people. That, yeah. 
Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There, there is one thing that I was thinking about. This isn't isn't there a problem at the moment in the U.S. with the Punisher, and the fact that like um, a certain section of society likes to wear that like the there's, logo. I think is, is, is there's the a issue. lot of like ex military <clears throat> and police officers and things that that will uh, that will use that Punisher skull. Yeah. And and it's it's almost turned into a fashion thing. I see a lot of like you could tell it'd be like a Jeep or a truck with like ex-military guy driving. They'll have a Punisher sticker and all that. And it's not because they're Marvel fans. It's because I mean, it's because they think, yeah, this dude's badass. And uh, yeah. and and there's other there's other military stuff attached to it. But it, but uh, but uh, basically the creators of uh they've kind of latched onto that symbol and the creators of the punisher are like no man uh the punisher is anti is, is yeah, anti-police exactly. yeah and <laughs> and so like a police police officers uh you know having that symbol is not in in keeping with with the punisher's philosophies the punisher is like anti-establishment completely that doesn't mesh well and uh and with all of the dramatic uh, dramatic uh, events and whatnot with with the uh, police and everything else in the United States over the last couple of years, um, you know they're they're trying to separate from that. I think yeah. and so and so they they even created a new Punisher skull, which is not even which looked terrible. It, it looked lame. Uh, like I don't know if you saw it. Did you see it? No. It looked like a horned. You know what it looked like? It looked like uh, oh, it looked like uh, what's his name? Uh, Peacemaker's dad's uh, skull. Uh, oh wait, what? It almost what, looks like with the horns. It almost looks like that. The Punisher's thing, and I'm I'm like, it just it's not it's not a good look. Uh, uh, that looks so, very lame. Yeah, and and so so I've I've I'm just like, dude, um, you just should just take it back. If if like you shouldn't be Punisher should not be relinquishing his badass skull for anything. If and and if he's got some different views, then the Punisher should um should write some comics about it. You know what I mean? And 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 uh, do his thing. And you should have the Punisher make a statement. And I think changing his uh. I think changing his uniform is not a good statement. I think you should be like, dude, I'm the Punisher. And here, if, if you if you want to make a statement, why don't you write one in a story? And uh, and then you can talk about that. You know what I mean? That's how I feel. Yeah. Uh, but also, I also read somewhere, too, that uh, as far as the, the Punisher series goes, that they, they, they don't plan on changing his his uniform. I don't think I don't think uh, just because some somebody writing the comic book is is thinking that the Disney they want they they bought they bought Marvel for its characters and the recognizability they're not going to they're not going to have a rebranded Punisher they're going to use the one that people have known forever so they're going to have the same skull they're not going to change that on it I, I like I read somewhere that that, that they weren't going to they weren't going to change the skull in mm. the Disney shows and stuff so Which we, that and that would make sense because mm-hmm. the people that are going out like the ex-military and police that are going out putting the punisher logo like literally i always that's kind of a thing like if you think of like american army like and then you you think oh they'll probably put a skull like a punisher skull on their tank or something right and it's like it's, it's really stupid because the character and the the creator said this multiple times over the years the character is literally anti-establishment Yep. Um, and it's, uh, he said it here, Jerry Conway. He said, This is a symbol of, sy- the, of a systemic failure of equal justice. 
uh, it's time to claim this symbol for the cause of equal justice and Black Lives Matter. And, you know, and it, and the fact that it's being taken completely out of context by certain people that have probably never read a Punisher comic in their lives or even really know anything about the character. But in, uh, in th these are like human beings that go out and like, I'm a big supporter of military, you know, I don't always support the, the government yes. uh, plans with it, but, but these are, these are guys that, that have signed up to go out and, and they follow orders and uh, and a lot of them lose their life or lose their uh, their mental stability and coming back, uh, you know, if they're not physically wounded, they're mentally wounded or emotionally wounded. And these mm. I'm a real big supporter of military uh, and and the sacrifices that they make. And uh, and you got you got a guy that going out and who has to go out and uh, and ruthlessly do some terrible things uh, to to protect uh, to protect people or just to follow orders and and. Uh, but uh, and I think some of those guys, they slap this thing. You got to you got to get it. Get ready for 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 action. And uh, and there may be I don't know all of the the reasons and lore. There may be more. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot in the military of of uh, code and things and tradition and stuff. And I'm not going to pretend to know all the intricacies of that. So there may be more to the to that punisher skull and why they they wear it but i i feel like it's just like them saying okay i gotta go be a badass and go out and and fight yeah. you know what i mean and so uh and so i'm i'm not gonna dog the uh the soldiers for for throwing slapping that on like you're going out to I do think, to I do some it, terrible yeah. things you know to protect people but uh but i understand why the the guy who who wrote the character is saying hey man i don't like that uh you know i feel like the military the government's um actions and the uh and the people actually following orders are, are two different things yeah and i think it's more i think he was the he was more upset with the people that were doing the anti-black lives matter pro like protests that were yeah. that were going out wearing the skulls on on like their you know wearing like body armor and stuff like that so it, it wasn't it wasn't so much like anti anti-military it was more anti-establishment so anti-government basically is um and yeah you're right it's because that that's what the, the that's what the punisher is you know as a character that's he's he's someone that feels like he has to take the law into his own hands and you have characters like that everywhere you know and yeah in these comic in these comic books and um it's a very cool logo <laughs> let's be honest it's it'd be awesome. very <laughs> it'd be very stupid for Marvel to go no we're going to change it and which is what they did and I'm just looking at it now it is awful that design is so bad <laughs> um, get rid of that as soon as possible bring it back to the Punisher the you know the, just the OG Punisher logo and then get John Bernthal to play the character he really wants to play the character we I mean you can go and have a look at the video that we did we did get some some details about a Punisher series that they're working on at the moment which um, sounds really cool. And this is the one that John Bernthal is very much involved in. And he said himself he'll only come back to do it if they if they do it right. Um, and um, Which means OG logo. <laughs> OG logo and not watered <laughs> down. Uh, he definitely does not want this series to be watered down, uh, which is the way they should, you know, this is what they should do. And hopefully, given the fact that they're open, you know, now that literally they've released probably one of the most like on Disney over here on Disney Plus, it's on Disney Plus Star in um, in Europe. It's on Hulu. 
in in the US. One of the most graphic shows I've watched in a while is the uh, is it the Pat the new Pamela Anderson and um, what's it called? I've forgotten the name of that show. Um, the Pamela Anderson show uh, with with the Tommy Lee show. I haven't yeah. watched that. Show. Well, it's oh god, it's it's, it's good. Um, I can't remember the name of the show. I'm, I'm getting it's it's late. Uh, someone in the comments might tell me, uh, but it's um, it's very graphic, and that's that's on that's on Disney Plus over here. So it looks like Disney is is more willing to do these sorts of things. They've got, for instance, they got Prey coming out pretty soon, which is the um, the Predator uh, movie that they've got, which uh, I think is going to go straight to Disney Plus. Um, it's being made straight for Disney Plus, and that's going to be like eighteen plus. So it does look like Marvel and sorry Disney is is kind of branching out of just doing pg content yeah i think they're oh. gonna yeah they're gonna stop let's hey how'd you feel about that uh that uh uh alien uh series that i linked you in or that i tagged you in yeah well are, are I, I knew about, about that? this yeah the noah hawley alien show like uh, I, he he's it was said a while back now that he was going to come to earth which is something that a lot of people seem very upset about like apparently Sigourney Weaver herself said that aliens should never come to Earth, which is one of the reasons why Alien 5 didn't work was because that was the idea behind Alien 5. But if there's one person I trust to do this right, it's someone like Noah Hawley, who is one of the most talented writers working in Hollywood at the moment. Like I, I actually have it on good authority because he, he was writing a Doctor Doom script before... Um, Fox was taken over by Disney and um, someone that I, I am very close with got to read snippets of that script Ooh. and said that it was the most insane script they'd ever read and it probably would have been one of the best movies ever to have been made and um, the same wow. said very similar things about his uh, Star Trek script which got canned as well he was going to make a star trek movie so yeah a bit, bit upsetting really i'm excited about uh the rumors for alien takes manhattan i think that's going to be a yeah it's that'll a, be really it's, fun that'll it's a muppet really, really it's a muppet uh alien <laughs> spinoff alien takes manhattan yeah <laughs> oh dear um yeah but uh i, I want to go because i've got to go to bed in a minute I'm, I'm okay what, uh, what other are, uh, exciting uh, rumors are there yes so there is hannibal season four happening question mark that's uh something that i'm a bit um uh, just give me a second Sorry. i'm ron burgundy huh, hannibal that's one that i never uh never watched Hannibal is great. The first, the first three seasons of Hannibal are really good. Um, the so this is a Brian Fuller show, which was on NBC originally. Then it got cancelled after three seasons. Um, stars Mads Mikkelsen and Hugh Dancy, and uh, Brian Fuller's been trying to make a, a season four for a very, very long time. So the rumor is that um, that they're they're talking about it with Netflix. So he's been shopping it around for ever since it was cancelled, basically. I think it was cancelled back in 2015. And uh, Giant Freaking Robot are saying that the... So take this with a pinch of salt. I did 
trying I, i've reached I've, I've been sending emails because jared freaking robot literally today posted about five exclusives which is very unusual <laughs> and this was one of them and then i so i was i was like emailing netflix i was emailing um people that i've worked with in the past that have worked at netflix that might know something about this and they were just like someone said this could be something that might be going on behind the scenes so i literally put that in the article i was like this because this guy used to work for Netflix, doesn't work there anymore, but still has friends uh, in the biz. And they were like, didn't hear anything about this specifically, but I wouldn't be surprised if Brian Fuller and Netflix have, so have sorted some sort of deal out because they're always, they've been talking together for years about this sort of this thing happening. Um, but Hannibal is one of those shows that has a very devoted following. And um, honestly, I don't think it'd be stupid. I think it'd be a really good idea for Netflix to do it because I think um, it's one of one of the most watched shows on Netflix. Um, they managed to get the rights to it and they put it on their platform a couple of years ago, like literally after it was cancelled. I think all of the first, the, all the all the seasons of Hannibal were available to watch on Netflix. And um, and yeah, hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed, this happens because it's really, really good. And Mads Mikkelsen's great. He's um, awesome. I wonder if so they would good. get Lawrence Fishburne and and <clears throat> yeah, Lawrence Fishburne, Anderson, yeah. and all those people in, in there too. I'm pretty sure if they do a fourth season, um, they would want to get everyone back. Uh, Jenny Anderson, maybe not because I think she dies in season three. Was it Lawrence? One of them dies. Um, but uh, it's it's some it, it's it's a show that that you can also bring characters back because it's all about psyche and stuff like that, and you you know. So it's a really, really good show. If you haven't watched it, you, you should do it. It's, uh, literally, it makes you very... It's such an odd show to watch because um, there's a lot of it. Hannibal makes these amazing dinners and you know that most of the meat <laughs> that's offered is human. <laughs> and you're like, God, it looks... It's like one of the most beautifully shot but also disgusting things you've ever watched. I need it's, to watch it's fantastic. It's a fantastic. The first season is incredible. The second season is also the third season lost me a bit. I'm going to be honest. Um, it, a lot of it takes place in Italy and Florence, and it's it, it, it was okay. It wasn't as good as it wasn't as good as the previous the previous two, as far as I was concerned. But I'd really like to see a fourth one. And Netflix is good at this. They, I mean, look what they did with Lucifer. They did a really good job with Lucifer. Oh, and yeah. Um, yeah, and they they got like. What fought, like they got it up to is it six seasons? Yeah, and Blacklist um, too. They did the same thing with Blacklist, yeah. And, and yeah, they're good good at doing that. Is is that how it works? Like, uh, I know you're you have uh, several friends that are you're you're pretty in tune with people in the in the biz, where you have your sources and stuff. Is yeah, that how yeah, it that, works when you talk when you talk to somebody? You're like, hey, so have you heard anything? And they're like, I haven't heard anything, but it would make sense. It would make yeah, sense that they've been talking, but I, I, uh, I have to be able to swear under oath that I didn't say anything. But it would sound like something that could happen. Is that how okay, that works? This, yeah, this is interesting. So I'm gonna. Uh, so it depends who you're talking to. So if it's someone that I know personally, it's like that. Uh, it's like I can't say that it's. So it's like they use double negatives a lot. <laughs> and it's like i can't tell you that it's not not happening <laughs> and it's like what does this mean and this is like james does the same thing when i talk to him about some things as well and it's infuriating because i'm like just give me a just give me a straight answer and they're like just no I can't, give you, I can't give you a straight answer <laughs> but then there are some people 
that are like one of the best if you ever if you ever want to get into journalism um well, this is something i was told especially in this field uh, in, in is um one of the very first things my old boss said was get yourself a subscription to either imdb pro or there's um there's another uh there's another platform that i forget the name but i am subscribed to um which is very expensive though that's the only problem with it where you get access to literally all the agents in hollywood yeah but imdb pro you can get those those emails as well so i'm constantly emailing managers and pr people that i've worked with over the over the years but the funniest one and um I'm not going to say who they were, but uh, they were specifically involved with, I'll just say, a, an Asian show, which is very popular. That's all. I, that's you can make. You can you can you can guess what show that might be. Um, Co- Cobra and, Kai. Got it. <laughs> exactly. Cobra just Kai. Kidding. And they literally told me so much stuff about what was coming. And all the exclusives are on a small screen. I'm not going to tell you which ones they are. You can again an Asian show. We've got videos about about it now, and I was like, "You you have told me way too much." <laughs> I was like, "Is this has this been, has this been lost in translation? Do they think I'm somebody else?" And yeah. I, I I was wondering whether they thought I was somebody else uh, and being like from another media outlet, and they were like, "Oh, you've reached out to us, great." I think they thought I was from Screen Rant. Which is which is why they were very uh, they were very um, eager to talk to me. Forthcoming, uh, forthcoming with yeah. you. <laughs> wow. Um, and and that doesn't happen very often. But usually it is very much like it's like I'm not going to say it's not not happening. <laughs> I've literally <laughs> heard that a lot. Um, but it, it it's it's funny, especially if you've some people I've grown up with and stuff like that I've known for quite some time that um, you know. But yeah, that's that's enough in, insider insider talk. No, I don't want to give away. I don't want to give away all my secrets. But uh, yeah, also that, they're like uh, you, you. Some of your people might be like, "We saw your video. No more." Yeah, exactly. No exactly. more. Yeah. <laughs> the guy, the guy I'm talking about, he's probably he'll probably watch this. He, we won't get up to this point. He, I, I know that because he's he has way too much stuff to do. But if he saw <laughs> me doing, he'd be like, "Dude, well, what are you doing, man?" Um, but yeah, it's, it, you know, it's, it's, it's year, years of working with people and talking to PRs over the years and trying to develop contacts with people. But I'll, I'll be completely honest with you. Most of, most of the people that I talk to are London based, uh, which is where I used to work before because just it's easier, just time zones and things like that. But, um, yeah, no, it's just <laughs> the, <laughs> the, um, the Asian gentleman, uh, that was very funny. <laughs> oh, that is great! <laughs> like sweet, yeah. You yeah. you like? I just hit a gold mine. Yeah. Like, oops! Yeah, that's awesome. But then, but, but then deadline then comes out with the same information three months later and says it's their exclusive. So I'm like, oh, whatever, fine. <laughs> yeah, we posted this ages ago, but I don't care. But uh, yeah, no, it's good fun. It's that's awesome, fun. man. Yeah. Uh, Last couple of little bits, I suppose, uh, is that, again, this is again from Giant Freaking Robot, who must have the best contacts in the business, um, is that Bryce Dallas Howard is apparently getting her own Star Wars project. Now, let me say something about these articles, which I did, uh, I did say in the articles themselves. I said, it's very suspect that all this stuff is released now. 
like all this a certain media outlet released all these exclusives on like days after like the book of boba fett episode five came out fans started demanding that bryce dallas howard get her own star wars project a certain media outlet i'm not going to name anymore i've named them too many times already then publishes an article being like bryce dallas howard is getting her own star wars project I did say I've desperately tried to confirm these rumors, but people have been like either just not responding or been like, this is not something I've heard about. But I just <laughs> I made sure to put reportedly and said this is a rumor. Um, so these are rumors. So but again, we spoke a bit about that last week. I, I, I think we're both on the same page as far as Bryce Dallas House is concerned. So maybe give but- her another episode of, of The Mandalorian first before giving her her own Star Wars project. Of of course, people are going to write write these articles. They they want clicks, and people and people are like, "Did you see that episode with the <clears throat> dark saber, Bryce <clears throat> Dallas Howard? She should be the creative director instead of Filoni. You should make her she creative director. She's like you Bryce know what? Dallas Howard. She should be she, the queen of Star Wars. She should replace John uh, John Favreau instead producing the show. She should write. <laughs> she should write the show. She should. She should be the new Kathleen Kennedy. She should be in. You know what? She should be Bob Chapek. She should get his job. You know, she should be the president of the United States. Dallas, uh, like you know, th- that's how fans are. They go completely bonkers. Like, oh my God, Luke Skywalker was so amazing. He should get get his own show now. It, it, like the fans have spoken. That hey, did you hear? They're gonna do. A new uh luke skywalker show it's like the fans are sp- uh come on guys that's oh, another that's another uh, just, that's, that, that's what happens that. it was so amazing how could they not give this thing yeah did you say they're giving him a show yeah they're gonna do it all like all cgi really yeah dallas bryce howard's actually gonna draw it uh, on her laptop <laughs> you know what i mean it's like people go completely bonkers because they see something <laughs> and it's and it, i mean <laughs> dude i do it too i'm not i'm i am making fun of you but slow it but down i am guys. one of you yeah yeah i am one of you but i'm like but like when when it's just be quiet and i'm just drinking my coffee and i'm calm uh the next day after i saw the amazing show and i'm really real with myself i say hey why don't we give her a couple more episodes of the mandalorian or do like they did with deborah chow she did such a good job they gave they gave her the whole season of uh, of uh obi-wan like you know let's let's do baby steps she's done a few episodes of this Give her a few more. Give her a whole season of Cassie and Andor or whatever show. I know somebody else is doing that, but like, like, and and then we can move on to movies later later down the road. But let's let's uh, you know, let's get let her blossom a little bit. And the other interesting thing about her too is people will say, um, well, you know, she's only done a few uh, episodes, you know, directing here and whatnot, and you know, she's acted before that. Sure, she's got experience, but the difference between some guy that's like, I went to film school, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's been in this business since she can remember her entire life. So somebody that decided to go to film school when they were 18 and learned a bunch of stuff and figured out they could learn more on their own. Uh, you know, as I've heard from many people, they're like, dude, I learned more after film school. She, her whole life is film school. So she's, I don't know how old she is. I I was going to look that up because I was daydreaming about this Uh, conversation earlier. 40 years old. How old? 40? 40. Yeah. Yeah, so she's had 40 years of film school as opposed to somebody that started when they graduated high school. So, mm-hmm. I mean, as far as 
giving her the props and uh, an understanding of what it takes to be a, a director and what's supposed to go on in a movie set. She's got more experience than just three episodes and the couple of other things that she's done. She's been doing this her whole life. So yes, she, she could, I think you could give her a movie, but uh, again, let's, uh, let's slow it down. Give her, give her a chance to get better and better and better. That was a long okay. rant. No, but I completely agree with you. I mean, she's she's a relative as far as um, filmmaking is concerned. She's she's still in, in the at the beginning of her career. Like yeah. you know, Deborah Tra Je Deborah Chow has directed directed feature films before, directed a lot of TV episodes. Also, the reports were that that you know that uh, Obi Wan Kenobi to begin with wasn't going very well, so they had to rewrite everything. Which is why we still haven't had it. We were originally supposed to have it last year, and then it got it got pushed back because they decided to go back to the drawing board. So, you know, you you have to be. I think you you probably might know when certain people like say like a John Watts, for instance, who did like one movie before directing Spider Man, one one well relatively well received film uh, in Cop Car, <clears throat> they might have you know, had a meeting with him and they just thought he's got it. You know, he's already understood what we want. We like his pitch. We'll go with that. They probably, something similar has probably happened uh, here with Bryce Dallas Howard. But I would say like, especially as, star, as far as Star Wars is concerned, like Spider-Man's a big property. Star Wars is, is you know, potentially like, like I wouldn't say a lot bigger, but it is. I, I would put it slightly bigger than Spider-Man, even though Spider-Man's made a heck of a lot of money. Um, but it's, I, I would just, I would just be a bit cautious. And I think her herself might be like, give me a couple of episodes in The Mandalorian season three, which I think she's going to get at least one, um, maybe an episode of another show, and then we'll see what we can do from there. You know, um, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, I think it's probably better for her and better, maybe better for whatever she gets to do. Maybe she doesn't even want to do like, you know, her own Star Wars show or movie. Maybe she wants to go off and do something else. I get you know? break, breaking news. Uh, what is it? Dallas Bryce Howard is going to act, direct, produce a uh, uh, Mara Jade movie. She's going to be Mara Jade. <laughs> She's going to be the lead character. She's actually writing the story and is going to do the stunt work herself. And she's paying for it out of her own pocket. It's amazing. She can do anything. <laughs> maybe, maybe give her like Dr. Afra. I think that'd be pretty cool actually, if she gets to do that. But um, yeah, you know, th there are a lot of properties that she could do in the Star Wars universe, but for you know, sure. may may maybe she wants, maybe, uh, or, or maybe just her and Ron Howard want to completely own Star Wars themselves. And just uh, Ron Howard wants to do solo too. And, uh, and they'll let her, they'll let him do it. And she'll, she'll go off and do, yeah the the what was the one you said the i Mara said Mara jade. jade Mara, Mara jade. jade it's a redhead Mara jade's wife is a redhead so make her luke's wife and she, you, you hear she, it you heard it here first she she's directing it starring in it paying for it she's also gonna play luke but with the new <laughs> uh, the new respeacher and uh and deep fake technology they'll be able to switch it to to mark hamill it's amazing she, she's so good uh she's gonna be Fantastic. acting against herself um she really is as you would say absolutely brilliant there's a there's absolutely some fun brilliant there's yeah. some fun uh interviews i've seen with her i think one's with conan o'brien uh and she's uh and where she does some crying on command 
uh, and it's a really fun interview. She just seems like a like a really nice human being. Either that mm. or she's a great actor. Uh, but she just seems super nice, and uh, and I just like Dallas Bryce Howard. I think she's she's cool, and her you dad is super cool too. Go ahead. What yeah. were you gonna say? I was gonna I, say, you know what they should do? What she should do? She you should get her. Um, you should get. Uh, oh shit! I've forgotten all their names now. Uh-oh. All the redheaded, all the redheaded actresses that all look Jessica the same. Chastain, uh, Jessica Chastain, Isla Fisher. Uh, who's the other one that's in? Um, yeah. God, what's her name? I think Jessica this is a Chastain. dream that I had once. What are you talking? <laughs> yeah. Bryce Dallas Howard, Jessica Chastain, Isla Fisher, the one that was in Mad Men. Oh yeah. Uh, okay, okay, right here we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna type in redheaded actresses. <laughs> Just say Mad Men, uh, redhead. Yeah, okay. All right, I've got them. I've got them. She's Isla actually Fisher, a blonde. Jessica Chastain. Yes, that's true. Isla Fisher, Jessica Chastain, Julianne Moore, Amy Adams, um, and Christina Hendricks. Yeah, Christina Hendricks. That's one. And Bryce Dallas Howard, all in a movie together. All right. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that that that's a film that I think everyone would want to watch. <laughs> did Did I ever tell you the uh, story about? Uh, I had some friends. Did I ever tell you about the dinner with George Lucas? I didn't go to dinner with George Lucas, but <laughs> did I ever tell you about the time I went to so, dinner with George Lucas? I think I might have already told the story, but I'm going to tell it quickly. Uh, there's a place in Austin, outside of Austin, right on the lake. It's beautiful sunsets. The food is 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 uh, is okay, but the, the it's really not that good. The drinks are good. The margaritas are good. the The sunset on the on the lake is beautiful, and people come. It, once you've eaten there, they're like, "Why do people eat there?" It's for the view, but uh, it, but it's people everyone goes there it's called the oasis and uh and uh i had a friend who was working there and and, uh and two friends actually that told me they're like yeah george lucas and ron howard both went and had dinner there and she waited on them and like i'm like what did they eat they're like they had nachos (laughs) which is just (laughs) funny but uh but yeah but it was interesting that uh george lucas you know he had a suburban pull up with tinted windows, bulletproof glass, you know, uh, like, like all the celebrities do with, with like, I think he had four like big giant security guys, armed security guys. And, and, you know, he's worth billions. So, uh, you know, and, and they rode off into the sunset, took off, uh, and they left and then Ron Howard leaves and, you know, they'd had a couple margaritas and, and dinner and stuff. And Rod Howard, when he leaves, it's time to go, he comes out and they're waiting for his security detail to show up and he just keeps walking and he walked over to the parking garage and got into a little Toyota Corolla rental and drove <laughs> off himself. He didn't have anybody with him. And he's and uh, and and I'm like, how awesome is that? Like, he's such a humble guy. He could also rent whatever he wanted. He's got a he's got a meager Toyota Corolla rental. And uh, <laughs> and which I just think speaks volumes of character. You know what I mean? Like somebody rich like that could drive whatever they want. I don't need a BMW or a Mercedes or a you know whatever. And I think that's cool. And I think uh, I think the apple doesn't fall too far for the tree w- with no. the with her. Yeah. I feel like she's she's a good good human being, and I'm glad she's uh, getting all the praise for uh, for the uh, stuff that she's been doing. I hope yeah, she keeps keeps doing work. it. Yeah, and so yeah. if she does get a movie, I'm gonna I'm gonna applaud like crazy. She deserves it. I think she's awesome. So, and then uh, finally, I think the final little bit is that there's apparently we mentioned it a bit before. Mm-hmm. The last rumor is a Star Wars series. Apparently, according to Giant Freaking Robot, again, take that with a pinch of salt. But uh, yay or nay? What uh, what a Star Wars series? Uh, sorry, uh, 
It's, I'm, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm tight. I, I, I'm going to call it Mandalorian series. season three. Is man? Oh, it's a Star Wars series. Uh, <laughs> Luke Skywalker. Uh, again, um, I would love to see it. I'm, I'm down as long as they keep getting better and better. I'm down yeah. to see it. Like, bring it on. Um, it's if they if they don't do it right. I I think we've gotten enough to where I'm satisfied and happy with what, what like just having a peak is is great. If they can do it without screwing it up, then sure, bring it on. But if they're gonna like don't taint the uh, um the well just what they've done, yeah, don't taint it by by just because you feel like you have to do it. Wait. I would say wait a couple of years and then do it because this technology yeah. is getting better and better. It, if anything, this last episode of Book of Boba Fett showed that that is coming, though. Uh, mm. I don't mean necessarily Luke Skywalker, but the ability to do it right. Because like I said earlier, um, these they're not just able to make it look like the person. They're actually able to make that that thing that they made act. And the acting is translating. And if you can... If you can uh, uh, I mean, these movies and entertainment, it's all about transmitting emotion and reacting to to lines of dialogue and whatnot. And, you know, when you say something and you have a weird frozen or a weird expression, you know, it's like when you say something and somebody makes the wrong expression in person, you're like, why did she make that face? Is it something I said? Did I say, you know, what I mean, like when you're watching a movie and somebody says something and then they have some weird like robotic uh, expression that doesn't isn't in keeping with what the scene is or what the emotion yeah. is was you can see it that's the uncanny valley like there's something creepy and weird about what's going on here but they're starting to be able to pull it off and uh uh which is super exciting so we'll see uh, i don't know if it, i don't know if it'll happen but if it does i mean i'm if, as long as they do it good i'm i'm in I agree with you i think um i think it's something that it could it could be good and i think that, that, that to be fair to um the media outlet that i've named far too many times now uh they did say that it was for a, a luke skywalker jedi academy series so i mean what that could end up being is not a series it could end up being like a couple of episodes of another show where you see like luke actually developing that jedi academy which he's making on that i don't actually know what that planet is that they end up on with all those robots, those weird, creepy spider-like bots making that uh, Jedi temple. They're like ants. <laughs> They're like, but that, that temple looks way too small. <laughs> so you can, you can compare it to the the one that was on. Was it on Coruscant? The um, the Jedi temple. Um, the like the really big one with the library oh, and yeah. everything. This yeah. is supposed to be like the one that gets destroyed uh, with uh, with uh, in the background yeah. when you had when you had Ben Solo. Like, yeah, you know. that th th that's what it is. It's it's the one that Ben Solo and the Knights of Ren destroyed. Mm -hmm. Um, so maybe maybe that's what that, that might end up getting up to is that that point of of in. in but I'm not sure if people really want to see that. I'm going to be honest. I think people might want to see like the beginnings and like see what happens between Luke and Grogu, and that will be in the Mandalorian season three. And then maybe if maybe Luke might go on his his own path, you know, there was a whole thing about stealing the Force trees and stuff with um, Poe Dameron's parents. I think that's that's in the comic, isn't it? Um, so maybe they maybe they could do something on along those lines, you know, do something more missiony with Luke, which might be quite fun. And then Luke, seeing Luke train people as well, and seeing how maybe create another Jedi character as well, a little, a little Padawan that becomes a Jedi, and then they, then they go off and have their own adventures and stuff. You know, the, 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 there, is, there are lots of possibilities, but I think the thing that Luke said in 
the last jedi is that i think they killed everybody didn't they yeah i, think, uh, yeah. I would also like to see stuff with like kyle katarn and like different different mm. jedi characters from video games and things that 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 you could use and you have the actors to do it you know what yeah. i mean like uh what's that guy that was that played uh the joker in gotham yeah you know what so i mean like it's called carl carl Clay carl, Clay carl castus castus yeah yeah um that guy like like let's we've got some other people that the, and there's a huge uh video game following so you yeah. could you could take some of those av avenues and make those live action mm. and and you know it's just like we got an ex expanded universe of like comic books and novels and all these different characters like they're using thrawn you know and and then and then you also have video games too so it's like hey yeah. just expand on all that they got a lot of material we can get away with han we can get away from han solo and uh and luke skywalker you know oh can, but by the way i think i remember you saying that you got yourself an xbox, didn't you? yeah yes didn't i do i have an xbox is this the series s you got yes it is i just got myself a series x yes I, I treated myself so we should we should uh add one another this is probably something uh for offline <laughs> yes <laughs> but yeah no that's exciting yeah that's, that's exciting fun. i haven't been playing much so um i've been so busy but uh but yeah. uh but now i have a good reason to yes and uh, maybe play some halo online or something i've never played that game before I've, this is my first ever xbox i've decided to leave the world of playstation for some reason <laughs> nice uh, <laughs> mainly <laughs> Just, just in time for them to, to for uh, Sony to buy uh, Halo. <laughs> yeah, to buy that just Bungie. happened. They bought Bungie. Yeah, I know. Oh well, I think I think we'll end it end it there. Um, thank you very much, guys, for watching. Um, where can they? Where can the people find you? Where can you find me? You can find me at, uh, if you want to hit me up on social media, I'm the OG Clint Baker at uh, yes. both Instagram and uh, Twitter. And you can find do a search for Clint Baker on uh, or the Clint Baker show on uh, on Facebook, and you can find me mm. there. And you can catch me. I'll be doing a show with uh, Bakertown later, later on tonight. <laughs> um, uh, who was in the comments? I'll be doing a yes. show tonight in a couple. And what time is it? I'd say probably an hour from now um, at uh, youtube.com slash Clint Baker channel. So yes, go, go sure, check that out. It'll, it'll be a good time. So make sure you go and check that out because that's a good fun show. Another, another show though, that um, I, it's just too late for me to do. I can't, I can't stay up until like four o'clock in the morning. Uh, I got, I got stuff to do. Uh, catch a little <laughs> bit of the rewatch. If you can, I, I got some I new, I new production do. stuff that I'm, that I'm trying out. And I think it's going to be the, pretty cool. The thing that I do now is uh, now that I have YouTube premium, I can just put the show on and listen to it in the background and like go around with it with my phone. My phone doesn't have to have the screen on. Yep. That's um, the best so that, ever. Yeah. That basically means that I listen to it as a podcast. So it's good fun like that. And actually I did say like um, last Wednesday. So if you want to follow me, it's at small screen co everywhere. Um, last Wednesday, we did the first step, the, the kind of revival of small screen stories uh, I'm going to do that every Wednesday, um, and that's going to be. I do it at three three o'clock French time, three p.m. French time. So I don't know what that is. Wait, wherever you are, I'm going to be honest. But uh, you you'll you can catch it as a podcast wherever you get your podcasts. At Small Screen Stories. I'm actually thinking I might put this recording on there as well uh, as a, as a new episode on there, cool. so you can probably listen to that as well. Because I think you know when it's when it's you and me talking and. Um, 
there are a few a few fewer interruptions <laughs> it, it, it's also good to listen to as a podcast so maybe an episode here and there i might put up as well it'll be good to have you back on the podcast as well so make sure you guys do all of that follow everyone everywhere go and watch clint and curtis talking about what are you going to be talking about oh we got all kinds of uh all kinds of crazy stuff man uh Oh boy, we're going to be talking about uh, Wolverine uh, casting rumors. Who we think who could play? Uh, we'll, yeah. be we'll be talking about uh, Peacemaker a little bit. We're going to be talking mm -hmm. about uh, Book of Boba Fett a little bit. Uh, there'll be a little bit of recycled stuff. But I'm also going to get into some of the uh, some of the production things that, the, as far as the respeecher and the uh, that. Um, yeah, and uh, basically anything that's a uh, Marvel, DC, Star Wars, or just. Uh, anything that's out uh, streaming uh we we talk about so it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun awesome and please remember everyone to like and <laughs> subscribe uh thank you so much guys for watching and uh, we'll see you here next week on friday have a very good weekend guys Bye.